Hey, welcome to Broker to Broker. This podcast is all about real talk from one broker to another. Each week, we'll be talking with an AIM member about their journey into the broker channel, their challenges, and unique insights. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. I'm your host, J.P. Hussey of the Hussey Team Mortgage Advisors. And today we have my good buddy, Andrew Cooney Sawa. I got it, right? Whoop, whoop. Or, or tuna salad, like your friends call you, right? <laughs> whatever it works. And we're tuna, friends now, tuna, so, so that's what I'm calling salad, you. Whatever, JP. I love it. How are you, man? I'm really good. Yeah, it's been, it's been good getting to know you a bit. I mean, it's always weird, right? Because everyone's in Brokers Are Better group and this or that. We'll meet at certain events, but... That's not weird, but it's cool to talk to someone face-to-face, even though we're virtual, too. Yes, definitely so, and I think that's true. We we see each other online, um, but we get a little deeper connection once we're getting a chance to talk like this. Yeah, yeah. No, this is perfect. This is great. I'm glad you're on. Um, and you're with Accelerated Lending Group, right? That's correct. Cool. How, how big is that? How big is the company over there? We're a smallish broker shop. We have four loan officers. Um, my broker and I started in the industry back in the 90s. Um, and so he started, uh, he went, kind of ventured off on his own uh, and then started this company back again in uh, 2017. And that's when I uh, joined back with Jumped him. over. All right, yeah. cool. So you've been in the business since, what, the early 90s? Yes. All right, cool. Could you take us through a little bit until now to give everyone an idea of all the cycles you've been through in this industry? Sure. So when I started in lending, I started at a hard money lender. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't a regular lending. So I started with a company called Bankers Financial Group, and they had a mortgage pool that funded their, their loans through. Okay. They paid their investors dividends, and then they funded all of their loans through that. Kind of like a mini Fannie Mae. Yeah. It was pretty interesting, good education. We branched off, started doing B-paper loans, uh, and Steve and I actually were some of the ones who were kind of pushing towards that. And once we started doing private money, or started doing some of those alternative B-paper loans, we used companies like Homecomings, Financial, Board Motor Credit. There was a bunch of them. Interesting. And then we morphed into doing A-paper loans, regular conventional loans, because the, the hard money company had never done anything like that. Got it. That's so cool. Fast forward, to, um, fast forward a few years. I actually got out of lending um, when the market crashed in 2008. I got out of lending for a while. I had gone through some different different jobs in lending. I worked for a retail bank. I worked in their loan servicing department. I worked in their compliance as a compliance writer. Um, but it was just a good time to be out of lending completely. I, I did a, a little career shift at that time. But then 2017 came, my friend, my broker, Steve Fenton, called me and said, I'm starting a company up again, and um, it's time to come back. Time to come home to lending and I said okay I'm in nice so what um what did you do in between that uh, I'm always curious people get out for a little bit like what you do yeah so I had had some experience 
running different companies for um, cleaning companies. So I ran a kind of a mid-sized janitorial company that specialized in cleaning um, hospital clinics. So we did, uh, I think we had 15 different medical clinics that we cleaned. Um, I worked with them in conjunction with some water and fire restoration companies, um, helped them kind of, they utilized us to, to do their cleaning because I had kind of that background in it. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Kind of a really uh, small side note, but our newest employee, Lindsay, uh, she's like, hey, we need a, a cleaning service in here. And I'm like, meh, called my mom up, got mom over, good to go. <laughs> you know, do what you got to do, right? That's um, right? All right, that little shout out there for you, Lindsay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, all right, so you, when did you get back into lending? When did your buddy call you? So you, there was 2008, you're like, so it was 2017. So you just got back in after... 10 years, right? Exactly. So 2017, um, I'd actually let my license expire, which I will tell everybody don't ever do. No, right. Especially in California. It took me six months to be able to get my license activated because I, and it actually took me another three months after I took my test um, because I had to wait for a name change back in the old days. I used... Uh my first initial in my name, H. Andrew Kunisawa. And now I had to use my full name, Henry Andrew Kunisawa. Uh, right. It literally took three months for the name change to go through. Unbelievable. Six months for the, you know, I passed my coursework in the first, you know, two weeks. And then it took six months to get a court date, or a ticket, not a court date, but yeah. a, a test date so I could take the test. It was crazy. That's not so, so. Once yeah, that so started, so once I got my license and everything up and running, um, where I live in Ventura, California, um, right after that, we started having really bad fires. So we had the Thomas fires that yeah. happened and lending all shut down completely. Yeah, so you went through the gamut. So you, went, you were in the industry when it was like the Wild West, where you just jump in, sit down in a chair and start selling loans, took about 10 years off, come back, and it's just totally different, which I agree. Like, listen, there's a lot of compliance on us, but I do. And, and some things maybe shouldn't be there. We could, we could discuss that all day, but there should be the right amount of compliance on us. Like, Absolutely. yes, that was a pain in the butt, what you just went through, but you're kind of glad it's there because it really does protect the consumer and protect us from ourselves. <laughs> I like to say, Absolutely. you know, it's the truth, right? Absolutely. So, all right, so you've been back in, so you did the licensing, got back in 2017. So you're almost, what, three years back in and selling, you would say, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, so, but you had 10 years off. So what's what's the biggest shock or or something different from back in the 90s? Like, what was a couple of things that popped out were like, wow, I didn't know this was, this isn't how it used to be? Well, obviously, Tread was a huge yeah. change how we do things and how we disclose things and all of those timelines that that took a little bit of getting used to but also how we're compensated in the old days we would get money up front and then we would get money on the back side and now yep. it's all it's all disclosed and and again what you said is true it's better for the consumer 100 percent. Yeah. and i i believe that that's always the best thing is if we're trying to do what's best for the consumer that was a big thing I think the other part 
was when I was in the 90s doing loans and, you know, I was working for a company, it was basically like I was alone. You know, I was just one loan officer. Uh I had nowhere to go. I didn't know any other loan officers other than maybe some guy that was at a a company next door or, or down the street. So that's been a really big change for me is being able to have connections across uh, the country. And I think we'll talk a little bit more about that too. Yeah, we will. I mean, that's, that's aim and, and the brokers are better uh, Facebook group and all the support that you get. Um, yeah. If that wasn't there for me personally, I've been doing this 10 years. We started our shop a few years ago, a couple of years ago. Um, yeah. If I didn't have that, I'd be totally lost. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So how does a loan officer, how does an individual loan officer really try to make connections in the industry? Maybe you'll go to a show and you'll you'll see some speakers, but there's 2,000 or 3,000 people there that are total strangers to you. Mm-hmm. You have no connection with these people other than they're just loan officers like you. Mm-hmm. How, how are you going to really network at those kind of things? And so I think that that's one of the things that I'm most grateful for. I didn't know what a wholesale lender was. I didn't, I didn't know anything about any of that stuff. And once I started seeing what was, what the group was about, seeing what they were doing, it really intrigued me because I thought, okay, well, this is, is, this makes sense. But it was more than just the business side of trying to protect our customers, Mm -hmm. trying to protect our database, because that's, that really is, I mean, that's a benefit for us, but that's more of a, a, a selfish thing. And to me, I, I always try to do what's best for my, for my clients. Mm-hmm. And I very strongly believe that if you do what's right for your clients long-term, that you're going to benefit as well. But if you, if you think about that with something that you're with your handout, wanting something in return, that's not the right mm-hmm. way to do it. And so yeah. once I started once I started really seeing what was going on and the community that had been built with AIM and with all of the brokers across all of the, the country, then I, realized, then I realized what a huge, powerful thing that was for, for all of us to be able to connect together. Yeah, yeah. No, th- those are great points because a lot of, uh, you know, trade companies, whatever you want to say, right? Okay, they're showing this facade of you know yes protecting the consumer right but going right to them with all like disclosures whatever it might be what this community does is make us better so then it translates to the consumer right i think that's what you're trying to get at you have this big network it's not like you're you have this big network and you're just getting leads from them it's not that that yeah that might happen but it's more about the masterminding to make us better so then it trickles down to the consumer Right. I, that's where we haven't seen that before. Absolutely, JP. I mean, if I had a question back in the 90s about how what's the best practice to do a certain thing, where would I go? Would I would I call up NAM or any of the other trade associations to say, hey, can you help me out? No, <laughs> that yeah. wouldn't happen. Or did I have the opportunity to to network across you know thousands of people and say, is there anybody that's doing this or doing that that can have a, a suggestion. Mm-hmm. There just not there was nothing like that. And so as we fast forward into now and we have AIM and the Brokers Are Better group, it has translated into such a powerful tool to be able to support each one of us 
so that we can be better at what, you, at right. what we're doing, kind of what you're saying. And yeah. in the end, that benefits the consumer. It's, it's something that just is not heard of in the industry. No, it's just not at all. Um, is there like one or two like real big specific things that AIM or, or the, the Brokers Are Better uh, uh, Facebook group has done for you that like pop in your head like, man, if I didn't have this, this wouldn't have happened? Absolutely. I can say without a doubt, the connections that I've made within AIM have influenced the way that I see how I do my business. Cool. So I've gotten to meet different brokers at our shows at AIM, at the AIM shows at Fuse. Um, so I went to the first one in um, 2018. Um, then I did 2019, of course, 2020. Uh -huh. So I've had three AIM shows that I've gone to. And each one of them has been um, just better and better because I've taken the opportunity to, to network with people and really get to know them. So before I thought maybe closing three or four loans a month might be something that was, you know, that's a great goal for me to have, which it is. I mean, I'm not saying that that's bad. Sure. But then as, you know, as we're talking, our brokers are better group and we're talking and we're sharing best practices and what we're doing. And I hear someone like Todd Bitter closing 35, 40 loans a month. Melanie Walbert, same mm -hmm. thing, closing 30 loans a month. And they're self-processing. They don't have a team. Right. And so it expands your mind as to what's possible. And so you start talking to them. And that's the best part about AIM. That's the best part about Brokers Are Better. You can actually talk to them. And they're more than happy to share what their best practices are. And Todd Bitter is a really good example of that. Mm -hmm. If you talk to Todd, he'll tell you how he does what he does. And it's not everybody's model. Todd has a very specific model that he's following and he's able to strike the iron every single time and make it happen because he's narrowed down his processes. Mm -hmm. Just like UWM, they have a, a, a box that they fit into and when they're in that box, they're the best. And when Todd's in his box, He's the best. He's able to do that because he has a tremendous work ethic and he's honed down his practices. Melanie Wahlberg, the same thing. She's honed down her practices so that she's able to do that. Skylar Welch. I mean, there's just mm -hmm. so, many. so many that I can't, I can't name them all. But when you start talking to them, you start seeing the same things over and over that they're doing. And you see, you say to yourself, if they can do it, I can do it. All right, so I'm going to quiz you real quick then. So Todd Bitter, what's his famous line? What do you have to do? What's the one simple thing you should do? Answer your phone. Answer your damn phone, he'll say, with his, with his special customized Louis Vuitton shoes on. That's, that's what he'll say. No, yeah. Todd, Todd's the best. Um, so I, I think this would be a good transition right now to – I know we want to pull up your screen, Andrew, sure. and, and let's see how you navigate it. Because you're up there all the time. I see you liking everything. I, that's why I was like, man, I should know how to pronounce his name. But, I mean, who knows, right? Um, but let's bring that up and let's, let's help out the rest of AIM to see how to use this correctly. To get the so one of the things that I do, uh, JP, is I try to cool. organize some of the posts that I see in Brokers Are Better. Okay. So some people, and I'll give you an example, so down here, 
I save, uh, I'll, I'll save a post when I see something that I like. So I organize that in, in groups. Like I have Nicole Pranio. She's obviously someone who part of AIM is a tremendous resource Amazing. for us. Yeah, uh, Nicole is the best. So I have a folder called Nicole's Genius Ideas. Mm -hmm. Inside of it, it has all of her posts that I've wanted to save in that whole, in the folder. So I get to go back, like here's one of her most current ones, how to update your profile picture, your frame. How do you do that? That's cool. just a simple one. So the way that you do that, um, JP, is every post has three little dots in the upper right corner. If you click that post, if you click those three dots, then you'll have a button or a little box that'll come up that says, if you want to save the post, if mm -hmm. you want to save the post, it'll give you the option to put it into a folder. Once you put yeah. it into a folder, you can name the folder, whatever you want. And so that's how I keep track of, I mean, Nicole literally every day is bringing out great idea after great idea. So I save her posts that are really relevant for me. I save them in a little folder like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's something that I do not do that. Like, why not? I mean, there's so much on Facebook. You can't, you can't keep track of it half the time. So why not do this when something really pops up? Makes total sense. Yeah. Katie Sweeney, same thing. I have Katie's. So I, I just Katie's have a little keepers. fun. I have I like Katie's it. keepers as my, as my um, Katie's post and Nicole's genius ideas for her post. Just a little fun with it. I'm a, I'm a little upset. I don't have a, uh, a hussy one here or a broker to broker. <laughs> I need to make the hus bus. All right, cool. I'm cool with that. I want to see that next time. Um, all right. So you have, you have Katie's keepers. You have Nicole's genius ideas, right? No, you don't have to pull it up if you don't want. Um, oh, you want me to put up, you want me to pull up more? Yeah, yeah. Pull that up again, just to give people other ideas of what, what to do in here. Right. Um, Cause I think this is smart. Um, yeah. So you have, so this is in Katie's, right? Yeah. So I have some in loan processing. I don't have a lot in that one, mm -hmm. um, but in Katie's keepers. So this is, here's a couple of ones from Katie Sweeney. She gave an idea on when you're doing conquest loans with class valuation, she gave some direction on how to make it better, how you can make things flow faster. So anytime I see something that I think, oh, I want to remember that for mm -hmm. later, I just save that post into, into the, into a folder. So let's go to, I think it, let's go to brokers are better. Yeah. Let's, let's do an example. I mean, cause this dings all day long. We know that right with the, with the group and it could be tough to organize it. And, and this, I mean, uh, I mean, everyone will say they've gained so much from this group. Here's an easier way to do it as this continues to grow because there's so right. much in here. So just scrolling the feed, brokers are better. Here's a news update. Instagram is celebrating their 10th anniversary with some neat updates. Mm -hmm. So Corey Meredith, of course, sharing some information on that. Cool. So all I would do is I would go to the post, go to the upper right corner. There's three little buttons. I click that, another box will pop up. I'm gonna save the video. And then another box pops up. Where do I want to save it? Uh -huh. So now I'm good. Maybe I don't have a collection for brokers or better. So I'm going to save it as 
brokers are better. Nice. So I added, I clicked the little add collection button and I'm renaming the collection as brokers are better. And now all of a sudden I have a new folder called brokers are better. Yeah. I mean, as much as I'm on Facebook, I've never done this before. I've never seeing the save post and I've clicked it before, but I don't know where the hell it goes. So, so if you want to know where it goes, you can yeah. click in the save in the search feature of Facebook. Uh-huh. Just type in saved posts. And then there'll be a Facebook shortcut that comes up. I'm taking pictures with my phone. I'm like so old school. Good. Yeah. And so then there's a Facebook shortcuts that'll come on. Then it'll say saved. There's okay. a blue circle with a little tab in it. You click that and then all of your all of your save folders will be right on the left side of your screen. Okay, cool. Is there, is there any other little tricks that, that you use on Facebook since like that to really be more efficient with it? Cause I mean, we're on it more than we are probably in our LOS, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> let's be honest, right? Like it's true. It's true because when you post, you have to engage. Mm -hmm. and so one of the ways that you can do that is you can, um, and I, 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 I actually should have figured out how to do this um, before this, JP. But you can make sure that you're notified of all of your posts. Okay. Anything that happens or anything that comes from a certain group, uh, you get notified of. And okay. that, that'll help narrow down the amount of notifications you get. Because obviously, if you get notified of everything that happens on Facebook, then all day long, all you're doing is just seeing... Facebook notification. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't deal with that and still do business. You have to target those things so that you're only being notified when something relevant to what you really want to see is coming mm -hmm. up. Yeah. And let's pull up a quick point since you have your screen up too, because I know you have to do this, but I want to make a point to the group, right? If you go to brokers are better, go there for me, Andrew. Sure. And uh, you go into the group and you might have a question, right? that maybe a lot of people have had this same question, right? If you go into uh, Brokers Are Better, and I, I we'll just do a quick example once this gets shown. If you're in there, and Facebook just changed a bit, so it might be confusing, but you have the search bar for the entire group. So if you have a question about UWM and uh, appraisals, because now you have to use, this is a hot one for me. You got to use the appraisal that they pick for you now, right? right. Or you have to order a new one. Um, you can search in there to see what other people are going through quickly. So now you don't have to waste time posting, waiting for someone to reply. You can search right there. I know this is a hot topic, so I want to bring it up. Okay, so I'm in Brokers Are Better. Can you see yep. that, JP? I got you. So there's yep. a little, the little search icon is just a little magnifier glass. Mm -hmm. And let's search your topic. UWM appraisals. Appraisal nationwide. So I literally just, I was going to, I'll be honest, I was going to, I was confused. I didn't get the memo that you had to use, right? The appraisal company that's picked for you now. And we use right. class for a lot. So we had four appraisals through class. I had no idea. So I went in here. I'm a little hot and bothered like, like we'll get. And I'm like, there's got to be a way around it. Got to be a way around it. I searched this. I went through the comments. It may have been on this top one right here from October, maybe one below. I read through it and 
even my buddy Evan, who's, you know, one of the smartest guys I know, even though he's one of the ugliest guys I know as well. Um, <laughs> little shot at Evan. He goes, listen, you, you, you can't get around it. You've got to go through the. So I knew that probably, even though I had to pay extra money to get the appraisals done, it probably saved me a couple hours of calling my AE. What's going on? Can you check on this? And we just get it done. And it hurt us a little bit is what it is. But the consumers are in a better spot. I didn't waste a day or two having to reorder an appraisal, jeopardize their closing. We just got it done. So that's a specific one that I used recently to know I screwed up, but I was wrong. Let's move on. And how many times have utilizing that search button is Not. really the key because there are so many subjects that are covered over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know about something like, you know, you were talking about appraisals or maybe self-employed borrowers, what do they wow. need for um, the newest overlays with lenders? Mm -hmm. Does a specific lender have an overlay about if you're just back to work, does a, does a, a specific lender have an overlay about some other subject? You can type it right in the search bar and all of them will pop up. It's a great way to save time because quite honestly, there's so much that's posted in Brokers Are Better. People ask questions all the time, but they do, a lot of times they don't utilize that search and it's a question that's been answered uh -huh. you know, several times before. So you know, we never mind helping other ones out and in, in giving them answers, but also helping educate them to, to find that will be faster for them mm -hmm. if, they, if they utilize that. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I've saved, you know, probably just a year thinking about three to five loans just by searching and then realizing, okay, I'm not the only one who went through this. Number one, it makes you feel not alone. Okay. Because yeah. there's that community feeling, right? You're not alone. It is. It has been a crazy year for everybody. So knowing you're not alone, other people are struggling with this specific issue, finding it, boom, that just clears your mind. You get back to work, move on to the next one. I mean, it's it's been huge for me personally, my team. For sure, it, it's a huge, it's a huge benefit, and I think that that's one of the things that I feel is so important when we talk about the Brokers Are Better group, the aim, overall aim and what they're doing, is that. I've been a part of this since 2018, since early mm -hmm. 2018. And I've seen the changes that it's gone through from brawl to brokers are better, um, transitioning to new leadership as we, as we're going through. Uh -huh. But one of the things that I, I feel that I'm personally responsible for because I've been in since, you know, close to the, the inception of it is trying to be a positive influence for the group and trying to to make sure that when there's something maybe that's a little bit on the negative side or something that's repetitively being brought up over mm -hmm. and over again, that's, that's not negative, you know, not blasting people. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that it's, that it's the right thing to say, you're an idiot. You shouldn't think no, that. Not at all. But I think that it, it really is good to really show, Hey, you may not agree with this, but don't try to bring a negative outlook to something that's being posted that's positive mm -hmm. just if you don't like it just move along to the next thing and it's okay you know not everybody has to agree with every single post but try to keep things on a positive on a positive level because that's what brought us all together mm -hmm. we had a positive energy that brought all of us together as brokers to help each other out to make each other better to hold each other accountable to do things better for consumers 
and we have to continue to work over and over and over again to do that. Within brokers are, are better. I'm on text groups with, with lots of brokers. Um, some of them are very high level brokers and they're, they're just, they have so many great things to say and share. Some of them on the personal level, we're able to make real connections together and help each other out. Mm -hmm. As we do that, it makes our smaller groups better. And as we share that in brokers are better, it makes all of us better. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it sounds cliche, right? But just having that positive, uh, you got positivity and negativity, right? They both can spread very easily. It's, it's that simple. So that's how this group was started. Keeping it that way is only going to uplift everyone else. And like you said, there's really high level people in this group and people that are just starting or like yourself, just getting back in. Right. And at all those levels, everyone's real. Everyone's going to tell you if they're high level, they, they were down here at one point. So there were, and those people had seem to help more to that, to cater to those type of people. So that positivity is key. I mean, I had a, uh, a quick post on Friday, I actually screenshot it, put in burgers are better. And it was, Hey, happy Friday. Don't be a dick today. <laughs> like, it, you know, it sounds cliche and simple, but I, I mean, I agree it works. And that trickles again down to the consumer, which is the whole goal here. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. And, and I, I really just want to point out to people too, when we're talking about the networking and the benefits that we get, I can't say enough about how down to earth all of the people that you see in the group that are, um, that you may think, oh, wow, they're, they're top producers. You know, I mentioned Todd Bitter and Melanie Wahlberg. Those are, they're just a couple of them. Some of the, some of our brokers are uh, Scotsman guy, top, top yes. of the country, mm -hmm. like Shashank, Shikar. Yep. I mean, Great one dude. of the nicest guys. And willing to share and talk with you. I've gone to see him talk. I actually went to a NAMBA conference just to hear him talk. Sat and we sat and talked for a little bit afterwards. I mean, the connections are real. Beyond beyond ones like that, we also have access to industry leaders mm -hmm. because of AIM and because of brokers are better. And we have people like Kevin Pranio. Yeah, Barry Habib. Barry Habib. Would I ever have gotten a chance to meet and talk to Barry Habib? No. I I'm pretty sure I would not have if it wouldn't have been for AIM. Right. Would I have been? Would have I? Would I ever have had a chance to really get to know one of the owners of our national wholesale channel? No, I probably wouldn't have. But to see them and talk to them and make a real connection with them, and be able to talk for a few minutes, you see that they're on our level as far as connecting with us, even though they may be on a national level of importance or the things that they do, they don't treat any of us, not one single loan officer different. They, they value us even more than we value them, even though it's not really true. They, we really need their expertise, but we are, we have access to that like no other channel. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, and, and again, you can use the search feature and go find what they've been talking about and that's them personally commenting in groups. It's cool. It's awesome. And, and I don't want to make this a full plug fest, right? But I want to talk about, because I get to see them a lot just being in near Philly, not as much as this year, of course, but all the employees with AIM, like yeah. if you've never been to the office, go see the office. It's, it's awesome. You got Nicole, you got Julian, you have Corey, uh, you have them all. Kate, I mean, I could name a bunch more, um, but they're yeah, the I mean, ones that, that have the glue to put it together. 
who you think puts up a lot of content and handles the brokers of bread at Facebook group, them, you know? And what I've seen with them is they're not loan officers, right? But they quickly got to learn who we are because it's a whole nother world and they're not connected. They're not doing loans, but they've fought so hard to figure out what's going on in our brains to make it the best type of group. So I just wanted to say that about them because they're, they're awesome people back there. Like, you know, it's really true. JP, I, I haven't had a chance to be back to the aim headquarters yet. I'm hoping once, uh, once we're able to travel and do some of those things, I I definitely want to come back and see that. And I can't really stress enough how grateful I am for the whole aim team. Mm -hmm. Um, back in our first aim fuse in, in 2018, it was Nicole, and it was, um, oh man, her head, her name just slipped out of my head. There was Sorry. like three people that were, were, and they had hired a bunch of other people to help. There's only like three people yeah. to run the whole AIM Fuse at that time. And so I barely had gotten to know Nicole just briefly. Um, but as, as we've gone through, you know, a couple of years now, um, I've gotten to know her a little bit better. And like you said, you know, some of the other ones, Julian, Corey, Brianna, some of the Celine. newer ones, Celine. Yep. I mean, so many, and they dedicate their lives to um, helping us. Mm-hmm. And they know us. I mean, they know us. When, okay. when I go to an event and I, JP, I'm nobody. I, I'm not a top producing loan officer. I don't close 20 loans a month, you know, uh, this this month is going to be my I'll break ten this month. Nice, um, which is huge for me. It's huge, but I, I yeah, it's huge. But you know, I'm trying to get to that next level of, you know, into that fifteen twenty range. But I'm literally nobody in the industry. I'm I'm nobody. They all take the time to talk to me. They all know who I am without looking at my badge. We interact, they know who I am. They know who our members are. They know who the members that are supporting them. Mm-hmm. And I can't say thank you enough to them. Um, I, I just can't say enough about what all of them have done to create something special for us every day. And they dedicate all of their time and efforts to us and are behind the scenes. Oh yeah. You, know, you have them that are they're the face, but there's a whole team working to make us great. Yeah, I totally agree with everything you, you just said there. I mean, I've spoken to many of them off typical hours. Like, you know, they're they're not commission employees, you know? They're back there trying to grow this thing and and they grew it to a level that's that's pretty crazy in the next in the last 3 years. Now we got to figure out how to keep elevating it, really, you know, yeah. because they got it there so fast, which is a testament to them. So really cool. So I can't I'm right there with you with that. Um we got We've been 30 minutes already. Is that crazy? So we got like 10, 15 yet left, right? So I have a couple questions. But the first one I want to ask is being back in the industry. I mean, let's face it. You're basically all brand new, right? Coming back in. Yes. And, and for you to hit, like you said, 10 loans this month, right, is where you think it's going to be. I don't want to jinx you. Knock on wood. Um, but what are you doing right now in terms of, I mean, right now the faucet's kind of on, right? But are you more heavily uh, uh, looking at purchase? You're taking refis as they come in. Like, what are you doing at your stage of your career 
to, to already hit 10 in the last couple of years is very good. Yeah. You know, like what, like, what are you doing? What are you going after? Where are you consistent? You learned a lot of this from aim, I'm sure. But what are you doing that got you to 10, to double digits so quick? Absolutely. The thing that I learned is that's really different that I didn't have back then that I do have now is social media. Social media is a very, it's a free way to market yourself, but I didn't know what I was doing to start off with. Absolutely. I didn't know anything about it. I was really hesitant to start talking about work on it. Mm -hmm. um, last year at AIM Fuse, we had Gary Vaynerchuk, of course, and we had um, Ryan Serhan. Gary Vaynerchuk, how important so. Right, right. But I sure did a little bit of research when I found he was going to be a speaker. And I started listening to his concepts about what to do, what, how to use social media. And so before that, I had started posting things on social media, you know, a while before that. And it was hard because you don't see a straight line from I'm making a post to I'm making a sale. Mm -hmm. That's not the way social media works mm -hmm. in our industry. It's a matter of you start posting information and you're hoping that people will start to understand what you're talking about and start to maybe need it, mm -hmm. but it takes time. It literally took months. And I would say it took a good year of consistent posting to the point where now people are finally not only just friends and people that see the post, but also business contacts are starting to really utilize that. Yep. And so what I, what I tell people is, I, again, I'm not anybody special, but as I started to try to figure out how to make myself more available and just provide good content, good useful information mm -hmm. and things that people seem like that they liked, they started getting to know me and they mm -hmm. started to start listening to me. And I think the biggest one that I saw was one of my friends who literally never commented on any of my posts, never liked any of my posts. I didn't know was watching any of my posts. Yep. Called me up and said, hey, I saw your post on this and I need a loan. How cool is that? Out of the blue. It was really cool. And yeah. so that's when I knew social media was working and I just needed to turn the faucet up a little bit more. Yeah. And it is hard because you have to balance the spending time on social media with doing your actual processing and things like that. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. And sometimes, you know, people may say negative things about the things you're posting or, mm -hmm. you know, you may get you're posting too much or, or whatever. I, I think it's ridiculous what you're posting. Mm -hmm. So you have to kind of get past all of that. Have to. I've been through it plenty of times. Still do. Yep. And you just have to just focus on putting out the best content you can and real content that's you. Yeah. Yeah. What, what I like to say too, and I think you're, you're going to agree with this is so our business and lives, they just, they intermingle, right? They're all over. Right. So, okay. You're posting on social media, you're posting work stuff, personal stuff, everything. Like what I try to say is like, stop putting so much pressure on yourself and just go have fun with it. Yes. Like, Whatever comes out, comes out, you know, and put it out there, be real. And then for whatever reason, people feel that, right? And they know you're just being authentic and real. And the people that you don't want to do business with, then 
they're probably not, you're not going to, then they're going, like, it doesn't matter. They'll so just yourself. Yeah. Don't put so much pressure on yourself to say, if I put this post up, I'm going to get a bunch of deals from it. No, don't even think of it that way. Nope. Just show your, your life. Like if someone saw you on the side of the road, the same thing you would say to them out there, put it on social media, have fun with it because we're so intertwined anyway, you might as well have fun with it. Right. I mean, well, you do a great job with that JP. I mean, I think if anybody sees your social media post, They'll see, you know, the lighthearted person that you are. They see, yeah. you know, they'll see you sitting with a hammock underneath your desk. Right? Yeah, it's right here. I'm looking at it right now. It's amazing. So they get to know you and they then they like you and then they'll trust you. And I think yeah. you have the same mindset and all of us have the same mindset that we want to help other people. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the questions, the question you asked was, am I focusing on purchase or refinance? Mm -hmm. What I try to do is I try to focus on number one purchases first because has to be you know, it has to be because our my realtor partners don't care about how busy I am with refinances mm -hmm. their their livelihood isn't revolving around you know ten refinances that I'm doing yep. they're they're revolved around their their purchase that they're doing mm -hmm. so I I always tell them you take priority over a refinance that's mm -hmm. just the way it is. I tell my refinances, my purchases have to come first before right. my refinances because you don't have a you don't have a deadline to close. Mm -hmm. A purchase has a deadline. Mm -hmm. So when the this is something that I started doing when we started having these historically low rates and the twos and crazy things happening is I reached out to a lot of my realtor contacts and I said, look, I don't care if you use me to to refinance your house. But interest rates right now are incredibly low. So if your rate is above this amount, you should think about refinancing. And mm -hmm. I'm glad to help you out. I'm glad to run any numbers for you. And I, and I told several of them, I know you already have established realtor or lending yeah, partners. It's okay. I'm just here to give you a little bit of information. And some of them, you know, refinance with other people. And I was super grateful for that. But they saw that I was there for them, that I wanted to help them. And I, I can't reiterate how important that is for all of us. When we say that we're here to help you, rather than just think about me making a sale, it makes the hugest difference mm -hmm. when people see that rather than a salesman. 100%. You nailed that one. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so if you just did, you, you are newer, but let's pretend like, you're getting back in the business tomorrow, right? Or if, uh, you know, you're struggling right now, you're in a rut, like you all get into in this industry, right? What's the first thing you're going to tell someone to do? Or what's the first thing you're going to do just to get yourself reengaged and to get flowing again? So I, I told you about the thing where I went to listen to Shashank. Yep, yep. I engaged with some loan officers that were standing in line. We were having some, waiting for some food. So I just started talking to them. And I found out, I, I asked the question all the time, hey, have you heard of AIM before? And they said, no, what's AIM? So I, I started talking. AIM is a national association. It's 100% free for us, but they're designed to help us as brokers connect together, to peer-to-peer -to -peer help each other out to be better for ourselves and for the consumers. 
And I, you know, started talking to them. One of them wasn't really interested. The other one of them was really interested. She actually joined AIM. She joined the women's group of AIM um, and has been really thankful because it changed the way that she was doing business as mm -hmm. well. So if I was in a rut right now or anybody else that I was, uh, was going to encourage, I would say um, reach out to AIM. Reach out to the ones, reach out to Katie, reach out to Brianna, reach out to Corey, any of those ones who you can talk to and say, hey, I need a little bit of help in getting re-engaged with things. Do you have any suggestions? Talk to Nicole about maybe some video ideas. Talk to Julian about some video ideas because, I mean, we have experts in our hands. Mm -hmm. You know, Jay, Jay's a genius. Right, <laughs> he's a genius. Julian, they're all super smart people. They all have experience. They're all experts for us. They're right in the palm of our hands, and all we have to do is ask, and they will help. Yeah. For for free, for like free. these people just want to help you. And I don't yeah. want to make it all about money, but they're literally there to help you. I mean, reach out to you. I'm sure you'll help someone. You're a help. prominent guy, and brokers are better. Come on, man. I reach formed a group called Old People Marketing Group. <laughs> Did you? I did. So oh, I because, that. And that was after the AIM, yeah. AIM fuse with Gary Vaynerchuk. And it was just designed to help people that are older like me. I, I'm 55. And, you know, some of us that are in this age group are not social media experts. I'm not a social media expert by any means. Mm -hmm. So I formed a group just to help others that had I that needed some help to, to come and ask questions. I, I asked Nicole and all of all of the AIM team, if they, if they would be willing to help. So Nicole is in there, Christine Beckwith is in there, Kevin Pronio is in there. I have all these experts in the group and all you have to do is ask a question. How do I set up a blog? How do I set up a podcast? How do I do any of it? And experts are there to help you. And that's just like a little offshoot of mm -hmm. what brokers are better um, does you could do that in brokers are better. I did that just to to kind of help my own sphere of people. And you don't have to be a, a loan officer to be in the group. You could be any business. Cool. Um, but that I only got that because of AIM. I only got that because of brokers are better. So how old do you have to be to be in this group? <laughs> a lot of people ask that question. They're like, hey, I'm not that old. And I'm like, hey, you don't have to be old. No, it's just for people that need like a little I like it's it. That's those awesome. ones that need help, yeah. Cool. So JP, your invitation's on the way. All right, nice. I'm getting old, man. I'm telling you, man. Get a little gray in the beard. I'm, t I'm getting there. I'll what jump in. 35? 37. 38 soon. Getting old. You're a baby. <laughs> All right, last question. Um, three to five years from now, where do you see the industry? Where do you see real estate? Like, what's your prediction? What, what are you feeling? Are we going to be fine? <laughs> I think all of us are wondering that with the uh, advancement of technology, um, are we going to be pushed out of the industry because um, I buyers, I sellers are coming through and certainly people are interested in that because they want to save money and they want to figure out how to cut costs. People think like in this market, they can stick a, a sign in their front yard for sale and sell their houses yeah. on their own. And sometimes when the market's hot, and it's a seller's market, maybe you could. But if you do that, you're really putting yourself at risk. And you're also 
you're really taking a local expert out of the equation because a realtor in your area is an expert. There's so many of them that have devoted their lives to it. They know what's going on. They'll give you the best practices. They'll maximize the amount of money that you'll get where you are not the expert. So I would always say for sure, use your local realtor expert. For the lending side, I see more and more technology coming. In three to five years, I think our, the way that we do business is definitely gonna be different. We're mostly online now. It's literally gonna be um, online, asking questions. Someone's gonna say, hey, I need a mortgage. Gary Vaynerchuk said that. Mm -hmm. Alexa, they're going to ask Alexa to use that. How, who's, going to, who's going to pop up? Well, the people who are paying for spots are going to come up, but people really want to talk to someone locally. That mm -hmm. hasn't changed, and I don't think that that's ever going to be completely gone. People like to have a, an interaction because what we do as loan officers, it's the largest transaction, financial transaction, that most people will do in their lives. And they want to have some sort of local connection. They want to have somebody that they can talk to, maybe that they can see, they, that they feel like that they know, rather than just a, a voice on the other line. And so even though those things are more popular and I think will become more popular, I don't think there will be ever a time when it's just 100% digital and no people involved because in my, in my professional opinion, relationships are everything. Relationships with lenders, relationship with realtors, and relationship with consumers. I think you nailed it. It's a good spot to end it because relationships within AIM and brokers are better, right? I mean, look how much, I mean, it's all about that relationship and, and spreading. A, a robot can't spread too much positive vibes, right, Andrew? Nope. No, cool. All right, yo, thank you. Always good seeing you, man. I'm glad we got to talk because we see each other at events, but to actually talk for 40, 45 minutes. So I appreciate it. Thank you, JP. I really enjoyed it. Cool, man. Hit me up if you need me, all right? You got it. Thanks for listening to the Broker to Broker podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss a single episode. Head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker and subscribe on any platform where you listen to podcasts.